0: Hello and welcome to the Cigar Cast, your weekly one-stop shop for all things cigar-related, including industry news, reviews, and everything in between. We're recording live from Crown Cigars and Ales here in beautiful Brentwood, Tennessee. I'm one of your hosts, Trey Edmond. I'm joined, as I am every week, by Mr. Shane
1: Reeves. You know, I think the most stressful moment for me is while you're reciting the intro, because I always get to that moment before I think of something to say when you first when you first <laughs> introduce me. <laughs> You know the bump joke I've always got prepared. Right, you've I work, got I work, that one. Yeah, I dedicate time to the bump joke, but I'm gonna have to start dedicating a little time to the to the, to intro, the intro rebuttal. <laughs> and all, well, it was
0: funny too because this is the first time in a long time that you've been recording with headphones, and to see the look on your your eyes glazed over a little bit, being able to actually hear the audio feed as a, as opposed to just <laughs> hearing my voice.
1: Yeah, now I'm I'm adjusting the microphone. Everyone, I apologize for the squeaky noise. But I'm still I'm getting used to being back on headphones. Yeah. L- less of the noise comes through in the recording than you think. Yeah. Although last week the motorcycle came through just like he rolled by on the sidewalk next to us. Oh
0: yeah, he could have paid a toll at our table.
1: <laughs> yeah. But let's light a cigar and then we'll start talking about. It. I got a bunch of stuff to talk about tonight. All kinds of content. All right. Tonight.
0: Well, let me go first then. I'm smoking the Oliva Sirio O Maduro, which is a cigar I think I've smoked on the show before, but I can't recall. Um, If I have, it's been a while. I kind of reignited my love of Oliva about a year ago, I think it was. And I I just, the Oliva Cereo is such a great, true medium cigar. Maybe a little on the heavy side of medium, but it's smack dab in the middle in terms of strength. But it's got a Nicaraguan Habano wrapper, which brings a lot of flavor to the party. I'm on a very dirty palate today. So I wanted something that was going to play second fiddle very, very well, and this is a cigar that handles that job effortlessly.
1: Well, we had an equipment delivery problem, so I ended up smoking one right before the show, and that equipment I,
0: delivery problem. Yeah, I like that.
1: I'm wondering. I don't know if that's going to affect my palate for the cigar I'm planning to smoke tonight. But the elite. Oliva- well,
0: if so, then you can blame me, which is your favorite thing to do. So it works out well. Works out for me either way. To to the listeners, I should explain that I committed the worst faux pas in podcasting possible, which is that I showed up
1: to the to record without the recorder, without the podcasting gear, and I and it wasn't one of those things that there was a technical workaround. <laughs> no, it was it was the only option we had. Now the Oliva series O is that would you classify that as a workhorse cigar or is that a special day cigar? What how would you classify that? I would put it in the (laughs) work As a cigar you you bite the tip off of and then spit against the brick wall. (laughs) I I would classify this as a
0: workhorse, absolutely. I've bought a couple of boxes of these over the course of my smoking career. And, yeah, it it always, always fits the bill. It's not as great, you know, we talk about how our palates change with the seasons. I find myself, I find this to be more of a spring-summer cigar than a fall or winter cigar.
1: I can understand that. I can definitely feel that. So I'm smoking something tonight. I have to give thanks to our store manager, Beth, here. Best best person ever. I was having a lot of humidor fatigue trying to figure out what I was going to smoke this week. Couldn't really come up with something that I really liked and everything. And somebody had bro- brought her a diesel hair of the dog. Mm. And she said, why don't you smoke this? I said, I've been hearing about this cigar. So this is the wrapper is Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper. Nicaraguan binder, Habano filler. Um, Just a great cigar from from all accounts. It's made by A.J. Fernandez, as all the diesels are. I'm interested to see what the flavor of this is like. I like diesels. They don't make the regular rotation for me. Diesel is one of those kind of occasional smokes for me. I'd like to find a diesel worthy of the regular rotation.
0: Yeah, I haven't been super impressed with anything in their line. They're also not a, a cigar line that you see a lot of places. You know, I don't see them in huge rotation around here. And I think that—I I wonder if that's a regional thing or if it's just about them still trying to break into the market. You see them online all the time.
1: Well, I was fixing to say, that's what I'm going to have to fact check, because I believe these were an online-only type cigar for a long time, before they actually became a brick-and-mortar cigar. Mm. So I'll be interested to see— See exactly how it breaks down, but Ecuadorian Sumatra wrapper—that's good. That's you know can be really good. It just depends on how, how it goes up. Look out, folks! He's got the microphone out of the stand. He's leaning back. He's relaxing. He's gonna have to. I'm settling
0: in for a good show. That's what's happening right here.
1: Okay, well you're gonna have to
0: talk while I light this cigar. Okay, so the the hair of the dog—is that one that you've seen online before? I don't think I'm familiar with it. I know I've seen some of their kind of regular line, Maduro, Connecticut, that sort of thing. Um, but I'm not familiar with the hair of the dog. Is uh, As far as you know, is that something that they just started as, as when they started breaking into the brick and mortar?
1: Yeah, it just came out at the ICPCR, I think, last year or two years ago. Okay, okay. Something like that. You know, they got the Diesel Whiskey Row here a couple of months ago, and I smoked one of them. Right. And like I said, good cigar, not great. And all, but not definitely wouldn't be offended if someone gave me one.
0: Right. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be like a factory smoke. Uh, and as far as I r- recall as well, diesel's one that's really known, kind of like LFD, for blending towards strength.
1: Yeah, this one, you know, they're showing the profile at like one notch above full. Um, this one on the first puff feels a little lighter than that, but I got to let the tobacco get hot.
0: Yeah, it looks a little like it would be lighter than that, but color is not everything.
1: Yeah, it just... So, first I want to cover, before we talk about anything that will make us mad, let's talk about something really good. All right. This from the Laconia Daily Sun. Once again, have no idea where Laconia is, and all they don't tell us, wherever it is, it's 63 and raining there today. And how they, how they don't tell you where these places they are, i know. must I'll be in the Midwest know. somewhere, I guess. So, they're, they're doing a cigar event to provide service dogs to veterans. That's really cool. Well, you know, down in Madison, there's a guy that has a German Shepherd that's actually a diabetes service dog for him. He's a veteran. He has diabetes, and the dog can smell when his blood sugar gets out of whack and will, you know, nudge him and let him know, you know, go eat a cookie or something like that. I assume that's the way it works. (laughs) I'm sure you're not far off. And all, but retired U.S. Army Brigadier General Donald C. Baldock, who survived numerous firefights, a helicopter crash, and a bomb blast, has sleepless nights. And when he tosses in terms, his German shepherd, Victor, comes to his side to provide aid and comfort.
0: All right, now I've got to ask. Victor is a person's name, but that's a heck of a dog name, too. I, a German Shepherd named Victor is pretty cool.
1: I'll allow it. Yeah, because Victor has multiple meanings. You know, we were smoking here the other night with actually a man whose name was Justice. Oh, now that's setting that. There's really that's only, a dog name used on a human. Well, there, <laughs> if you name your son Justice, there's really only two ways he can go: police officer, attorney, no, DA, and I'll judge, or porn actor. Uh, vigilante. Uh, you might get vigilante out of just. I don't know, Justice vigilante. Uh, I'll allow it. But I just wanted to cover something happy, and I want everybody to understand, nobody does more for the veterans than the cigar community.
0: Well, see, I was just about to bring that up. There is so much that happens in the cigar industry that is centered around, you know, retired and veteran uh, armed forces members. I I mean, it's, it's incredible. You've got Cigars for Warriors, which we talk about quite a bit at a charity that we both donate to on a fairly regular basis. And uh, mostly because most of my cigars for the poker games end up in that one. But, <laughs> uh, but yeah, between that and then all the, you know, a lot of the local shops, almost all of them that I'm aware of offer some type of military discount. And you've got a lot of charities, uh, golf tournaments and things like that oftentimes give their, their proceeds to, to veteran-centric charities.
1: Well, the organizer is Peter Karaganis. He's the owner of Happy Jack's Cigars, Pipes, and Tobacco in Laconia. Again, Laconia, somewhere, and just they raised over three thousand dollars for Swim with a Mission, which provides, which supports a program providing service dogs to veterans. I'm not sure what Swim with a Mission is, how that links up, but I'm sure it's wor- a worthy cause. And all, and I just I wanted to touch on that because I all it's often, in New Hampshire. Oh, okay, Laconia, New Hampshire. Cool. Well, oftentimes, you know we start the show by yelling about how the government wants us to just shut up and give them our money. Mm. So it's nice to sit down and actually talk about um, something good happening in the cigar industry.
0: absolutely yeah i got i was I was privileged enough to try and distill the FDA debacle to someone who's not a cigar uh, smoker at all last night at dinner. I was at a, a, a work function with Noel, and, and we, it, it, you know, it, at any function like that, you know, it's it's mostly just small talk. They know I do this podcast, and they they know me as the cigar guy, which,
1: I mean, is there a better way to be known? I actually got referred to as a man of leisure the other day, and I really liked that That's as well. That's pretty good, too. Yeah. Uh, I don't think I will ever be
0: regarded as a man of leisure.
1: Yeah, I was referred to as a man of leisure. You know, my my end goal is always cowboy philosopher. Right. But man of leisure is pretty good. That's a pretty good rating. It is pretty good. I I, but I
0: don't. I, I think I'm too uptight, even after retirement, to ever be re- referred to as a man of leisure. I,
1: yeah, I don't think you project the leisurely I, I really perso- persona. No,
0: I don't sit still well. No. Um, but yeah, I, trying to distill the, the FDA uh, environment... It, or, and how the FDA has, has changed the cigar environment over the last, you know, twelve years or whatever, um, was was very challenging and interesting.
1: Well, so I want to I want to talk now. You know, it's a follow up from last week. Last week we talked about the proposed Beverly Hills sell of tobacco ban. Right. So there's. I've read deeper into this. I dug a little bit because I really my all or nothing philosophy in life um, rarely works. And that's just a fact of life
0: Life exists in shades of gray
1: Yeah Rarely does my all or nothing philosophy actually work well in life So, but in Beverly Hills, they have passed the smoking ban The sale of tobacco products in all but three cigar stores And one of them is the the Grand Havana Room Which is a super exclusive club Schwarzenegger belongs to it you have to have a key to go in there. It's one of those deals where Schwarzenegger wants to go have a cigar and not be, you know, battered about with, well, why didn't you play Rambo? All those type <laughs> questions. Or what was the Predator like off the set? You know, all those type questions. He can sit in there and actually enjoy a cigar, which <laughs> a couple of points on this. A couple okay. of things I want to hit. Um, I don't think cigar... I think, if, I think Schwarzenegger could walk into this shop, sit down and smoke a cigar. And wouldn't nobody bug him? I don't. Uh, uh, eh, perhaps, but I mean, we've had some former
0: Titans that have come in and smoked in this shop, and with only a couple of exceptions, they've been able to do it fairly, fairly easily. But there's always those one or two.
1: There is, but i you know you got to play the odds. I, I also think it's kind of
0: a Nashville thing. I mean, you you drive down the road, you're going to see celebrities here. I right. mean, and, and more so now than than ever before. But I mean, it's always been. Part of life in Nashville, especially down here in Brentwood, Franklin area. And so I think as native Nashvilleians, we're kind of more accustomed to it, and so it's just kind of the way we are. You know, I'm not going to get starstruck about someone being in the shop. I mean, we've got fascinating people that comes into the, that come into the shop with with no issues. But I think. There's always that, those two or three that spoil it for everybody.
1: Well, and usually they're visitors. Usually there's somebody, this is their first or third time in the shop, and they, they haven't quite got the vibe yet.
0: Usually, but sometimes they work behind the counter.
1: Well, but now the interesting <laughs> thing, um, Beverly Hills public information offer, Keith Sterling, this is his statement. Um, hold on a second. Sorry, I grabbed the wrong part of the article. Dr. Richard Sherman, or Shemin, no R, S-H-E-M-I-N, the UCLA Chairman of Cardiac Surgery, testified before the Beverly Hills City Council about this. I know very well the adverse effects on health. That's why I'm supportive of the General Van. However, I think adults in private clubs who make personal choices should be allowed to do so. Exactly.
0: And this goes to my whole thing, especially as it applies to this particular establishment a private club should be able to do what a what a private club wants i yeah. mean i mean you know obviously within limits and i guess the question is where you draw the line smoking i think is i i think you shouldn't be subjected to smoking bans as a private club because everyone who joins knows good and well what they're getting into right it
1: says cigars on the door right you should not be surprised to walk in and smell smoke yeah exactly you know, obviously,
0: not. you know, devil worship and human sacrifice probably Tuesdays. Yeah, probably shouldn't be allowed in a in a private club.
1: Well, you know, everybody under twelve smokes for free on Thursdays. Probably not not a not a good way to attract the the right
0: kind of attention from your local legislators. But
1: Well what do you think about the ban of sale of tobacco products in gas stations and convenience stores? Uh,
0: you know, I'm I am never for banning of anything. Prohibition doesn't work. You know, so, be, and especially as a cigar smoker, I mean, th- taking just politics in general out of it and thinking about it just in terms of being a cigar smoker, I don't want them to get rid of tobacco sales in convenience stores and gas stations because it means they're going to have to go somewhere else to find their s- cigarettes. And free market is going to dictate that someone else with a tobacco license is going to start bringing them in. So that means all of our brick and mortar stores that are kind of protected, it's it's our only safe haven. I mean, you go to a bar that allows smoking, oftentimes they won't even allow cigars. They'll allow cigarettes only. So we've got our little safe haven here where you're not even really allowed to smoke cigarettes inside. Depending on the place, some will, some won't, but um, so let us have that. If you ban it in the, in the community, because people don't want to go to Kroger or Walmart and park, you know, on the other side of the Acre parking lot and walk 30 miles into the—my math doesn't work out— walk into the place, go stand in the special line to buy the— people don't want to do that. They're going to find somewhere—that's why it's called a convenience store. So I I think what you would see is more cigarettes coming into your brick-and-mortar cigar shops, and and I just don't want to see that.
1: Well, yeah, I think you're right. I think you end up—you end up— it's a stepping off point, because right now the people that are in the cigar shop are not wearing tank tops and flip flops and just coming from Walmart to here. It's a higher class of patron. But if that's where you've got to go to On get the your whole, yeah, yeah, if, that, if that's where you got to go to get a case of Winston's, you're going to get some of that. Right. So, yeah, and I'm like you. I'm not in favor of banning anything. Um, It don't matter to me. I've never bought a cigar at a gas station, nor do I ever intend to. I have. Don't. I can't can't imagine (laughs) the quality is of sufficient use.
0: But occasionally when you're on vacation with your family and you need something to get away and you're in a small town that doesn't have a cigar shop, you get desperate. You used to be able to get the, uh, the Macanudo tins. Right. At Walgreens. You may still be able to. And they're awful, but it's better than nothing. <laughs> Just
1: slightly. Well, so this is interesting. One more legislative thing, and then we're moving on. Atlantic Atlanta City Council discussed proposed ban on smoking and vaping. So it, is this like a city parks kind of outdoor? No, no, this is Atlanta. Like you cannot smoke inside city limits? Right. Even in your personal property? Owners of cigar... Well, you can't smoke in cigars, cigar lounges, vape lounges, restaurants, things like that.
0: Oh, my gosh. There are so many... If Now, I can tell you from my experience in Atlanta specifically, there are 80 cigar shops in the greater Atlanta area. And none of the owners can agree on anything. Some of them are more backbitey than others, and some of them get along. But you cannot get those guys together to agree on anything anything maybe this will be the difference
1: well the interesting thing about this article this is the most interesting part of this article hey they're always going to be proposing a smoke van because politicians it's an easy way to you know to get on camera and cry that you're trying to protect the children right that's always going to be the case but what's interesting about this legislation it's actually being fueled by restaurants, because right now you choose whether you want your restaurant to be 21 and over and allow smoking, or whether you don't. The restaurants are now complaining that that gives a unfair competitive advantage to restaurants that choose to be 21 and over and oh, let them smoke. Oh, for Pete's sake. Come on. That's actually an aspect of this article that I've never thought anybody would be dumb enough to, to try to build a platform on. Th-
0: then change to be 21 and up. Right. If you think it's that much of an advantage that... The pub across the street allows smoking, but you don't, then then, then change and, and see how that affects your sales. If, uh, you know, put your money where your mouth is. Right. That is a ridiculous argument.
1: That is the argument that they're utilizing to track because they're, you know, the cigar shops in Atlanta are using the same same argument that the doctor in Beverly Hills use. Hey, it's a private club. If people want to smoke in it, they should be allowed to. Yeah. And, all, and this is a private restaurant If people want to smoke in it They should be allowed to Oh, but that gives, us, gives you an unfair Some millennial has got his panties in a wad And him and his boyfriend have come together To figure out this stupid piece of legislation That's just, oh, that drives me crazy
0: But, I, you know, it just, especially the, the I don't know, I just, it's a free market economy The, the consumer will, will vet out any of these arguments if you really think it's that unfair an advantage, then then change what you're
1: doing. Well, and these this is the same people that put up a petition to change the ending of Game of Thrones to the way they want it to be. Well, that's, that, I'm blaming your generation because that's such a millennial move is, hey, let's start a petition to make them reshoot the last eight episodes of Game of Thrones and make it in the way I want it. to. Because
0: we all know that. So many things have been changed because of petitions.
1: Yeah. Can you pedi- name
0: one thing that a petition has yeah. ever changed or yeah, solved? A petition, petition
1: solved? always works. Especially, especially an online petition and you know, all, where you yeah. don't even actually have to get up and get out of your boxer shorts. Oh my gosh. I made the mistake of
0: signing a change.org petition one time. And they sent, uh, if if you want to have a, a, a fun night. Uh, of just realizing how much superior you are to the rest of the world and how much more intelligent you are.
1: I call that Tuesdays. Sit d- Well, you've, you've got <laughs>
0: poker, so change it to Thursdays. Okay. Uh, grab yourself a cigar, maybe pour a drink, sit somewhere really comfortable, put something delightful on TV, something that doesn't require a lot of focus. You know, just kind of romance yourself a little bit, and then sit down with change.org on your computer or laptop or, or, or iPad. And just look through the vapid, idiotic, ridiculous petitions that are out there. I mean, things that you know, because I if I remember correctly, it was kind of set up to to be a, a channel for things you wanted the government to intervene on. But they, like you said, they go Game of Thrones. There was one for um, not Top Gear. What's the name of their new show? Uh, Grand Tour, right? To to bring back a segment that they're going to be like those people first of all don't have to answer to you, secondly they're not going to read this they're not going to pay attention to it like why but there are so many. But uh, go, It will really shine a light on how much better you are than the rest of the general populace, especially when you look at how many signatures some of these things have.
1: I spend too much time yelling at my iPad as it is. I'm not sure that I should get into that. My iPad's starting to have...
0: Oh, but it's a funny kind. It, it's also like doing the same thing on Kickstarter and the people trying to raise $10,000 to create a new Q-tip. You know, right. it's, it's the same. It's, it's funny, sad.
1: Well, okay, let's move on to something that's fun, funny, instead of something that's sad. And I'll, um, so, Cole Hilari Saladini 3000 series table cutter just came out this week. Okay. I'm going to show you this picture, because this is the table cutter of my oh, dreams. Oh, I saw this.
0: Yeah. Anybody and, who's been in a shop
1: where Toscano is sold may have seen a similar version of this cutter. It's an Italian-made cutter. It looks basically like a meat cleaver. On a hinge. Yeah, on a hinge, and you push it down to cut. Yeah. And i it's beautiful. But I watched the video and you should go to halfwheel.com and watch the video of using it. How did they design this thing? It doesn't cut the whole cap off the cigar. What? You push it, it down stops? and it leaves a little thread hanging. Oh. And i and for Any some Any potential that was just user error? No. That's, that's the number one, you know, the goods on it are it looks good, it has unique materials, cuts Italian cigars well because they don't have a cap. Right. Um, seeing what you're can, blade sharpness is good, safety pin, built into overall design is good. But the bad is blade does not cut all the way through the caps. How do you overlook such an important detail? <laughs> it would seem to me like that, you know, when Larry from, or well, it's Italian So when Mario from P&R Comes up and says Hey here's a cigar cutter And you whip out a cigar And it only cuts ha- You know It leaves a piece of cap on You say Hey Go back downstairs And come back when this thing works Add a sixteenth of inch To that blade Yeah Just make it a little thicker Yeah And all But that's the big downfall Of this cutter And, and it's beautiful I mean I would love to have it Sitting on my back porch to cut It's absolutely a beautiful cutter but, but that'd be like designing a straw that always leaves about
0: a quarter inch in the bottom of your cup.
1: Exactly. I'm just <laughs> I, I don't understand how this got through the quality control department. Yeah. So I'm just blows my mind. But we're gonna talk later in the show about odd cigar accessories. I've got a list of really good odd ones and this is gonna be an interesting We haven't
0: sh- talked crap about the shuriken in a while. Is that um, making a reappearance? No,
1: no. That that one's buried and dead forever. Okay I, be- I had Ace bury it in the backyard. But I want to talk about these cigar accessories Because some of them are really good ideals That are just a little odd And some of them are why would you want this ideal And some of them I've got to have a judgment on Okay. So we're going to talk about that a little later on the show Let's take a quick break and go do the Cigar Under 8 When we come back let's cover a little bit of that
0: Alright well we'll be back with that and more after this
1: Shane here with this week's Cigar Under 8 This week I want to talk about the Arturo Fuente 858 Florafina Maduro.
0: We don't talk a lot about Arturo Fuente on the show, but for a a very, very budget cigar in kind of a mild to mild plus uh, flavor and strength range, this is really hard to beat.
1: Well, it's a Connecticut Broadleaf Maduro wrapper over Dominican binder and filler. Um, The green label That's the easy way To pick it out Of the humidors It's going to be The green label Yeah and Arturo
0: Fuentes are, Are typically Can be hard To figure out Which one is which Based on label alone Because they all Look so similar But this one does It usually has 858 embossed On the side of the box
1: Too where it's Really easy to see they're saying on this that they sell for around four sixty. I'm gonna say you're gonna be closer to six dollars when you pick one up. Probably, depending on your state and local, you know, price participation may vary. But still, a great cigar for the money. Um, um, this may be the first Fuente we've ever put on the uh, cigar under eight. I don't think it is, but
0: I will say, as a golf or a fishing cigar, an early morning cigar, this fits that bill very, very well.
1: Yeah, very mild to medium. Mm-hmm. But just a great cigar, a savory cigar Until next week, try the Arturo Fuente 858 Florifina Maduro Welcome back to the Cigar Cast This is one of your hosts, Shane Reeves You blow your own eardrums out that time? I did, I'm, I can't wear the the headphones anymore I just hurt myself Sitting across from Trey Dedman and for the rest of the show, I would like for you to refer to me by my Indian name, Smokes a Tortoise, as <laughs> we <laughs> regular people on the Facebook that list. Was an,
0: that was an interesting, it was an African, or it was a Saharan?
1: Sah- Saharan Desert Tortoise. I was at a yard sale this weekend, had my cigar and had it hanging out the window, and we was just in a neighborhood, and we were going from yard sale to yard sale. Let me tell you something. I recommend everybody buy a Honda Ridgeline. There's six definitive points that you can set a cigar really well on that truck. (laughs) I mean, it's a great truck for that. Would you believe that I actually take it whenever I'm
0: looking for a new car, I always take a cigar with me to find out how well I can stash a cigar in the car. My uh, previous car was great. It had a couple of different places where it fit just perfectly snug and I I could let it Either it had a, a retractable aerial antenna, but it wasn't a mechanical one. You could just pull it in and out. You could slide it right in there. It also had a little place in the
1: dash. It was great. Yeah. I thought, well, the, the Ridge line has perfect points for that. Because, I mean, if you're at, at yard sales and you've got a cigar in your hand, you obviously leave it at the truck. You don't take right. it up there to them because I don't want some soccer mom, you know, <laughs> coughing at me. But... We happen to be at a yard sale, and we walk up, and there's this tortoise. Now, this thing is, you know, he's 18 inches across. This is a big turtle. Oh, I didn't get the impression that it was that big. Oh, no. He was 18 inches solid oh, wow. across his shell. And he's just roaming around, and I'm like, that's the coolest thing Do they ever. have,
0: like, a pet safe
1: collar on him? How do they keep him in the yard? <laughs> well, you can run him down pretty easy. <laughs> tortoise not known for the quick getaway. <laughs> all, But he was just roaming around the yard sale, checking everybody out and all that. I thought it was, it was just one of the coolest things that I've seen at a yard sale. How old sale. was he? Did the owners... She didn't say. I uh. know, I try not to ask ladies age of the turtle. But moving forward. <laughs> so this is an interesting part of life. Warped cigars aims to foil fakers with high-tech security seal. Now, this article is off a of cigar aficionado. So Warp Cigars, Kyle Jealous, the owner of Warp Cigars, saw one of his brands counterfeited online. And he all the time has people put on the Internet a, a cigar that's supposed to be one of theirs. And
0: low-quality, bad review,
1: and it's not or, theirs. Or in a Vitola they just don't make. Ah. And all. so he took a look at that and he said, okay. So he got in touch with Wine Country to find out how they handled this. So they're now making an anti-counterfeit label that will come affixed to the cellophane sleeve of a warped cigar not all warped cigars, just they're super high-end stuff for the moment that has either a QR code you can schedule you can scan with your phone or a serial number. So you can actually go onto the warped website and check the serial number and be sure this is a legitimate cigar.
0: Uh, we, we try and keep things positive on this show. But isn't that a bit like counterfeiting a $1 bill? Of all the cigars that you could counterfeit, really? You're going to go for a warp cigar?
1: Well, the interesting thing is this little bubble label actually disintegrates once it's taken off of the cigar. Oh, it's like the, the tape on the gas
0: station things that shows you whether or not it's been tampered with.
1: Right. Once it's taken off, it can't be you can't take it off, stick a label on, put another right. cigar in there so that you've got that it actually has that. This seems like however, a-
0: anybody who has ever been to a cigar shop, a good one, and had them cut your cigar for later but not been smoking it right away, knows that you can actually open the back end of the cellophane without touching the front of because it's much and then you pull it out you snip it and you slide back in because once you take a cigar out of the cellophane it's almost impossible to get it back in
1: well for now they're only putting the security seals on the limited editions the moon garden and the Florida Valley Skyflower which are two cigars I've never heard of till I read this no, article no, me neither but it is interesting that we live in a world now where that's a big enough problem we have to figure out how to solve it right it's an interesting concept Um, One more new cigar I want to talk about And then I want to talk about weird cigar accessories Very excited Last year we got them here at the shop The Oliva Oliva Series V Maduro I'm I'm glad you brought
0: this up Because I wanted to talk about this as well This cigar is so stinking good
1: it is. It's always been a shame to me. Actually, I've smoked less of these than I probably should have because I knew they were a limited edition and didn't want to like didn't them wanna too wanna
0: much. Didn't want to like them too much, yeah. And, you know, the the Serie V is, I mean, I'm smoking a Leva tonight. I, I love their cigars. The, the Serie V is one of those that is a little bit high in their price range compared to their other series like the G and the O. But, man, it's so worth it.
1: Well, it's now going to become a constant release. It's no longer going to be a special edition. They're actually going to put it in their portfolio. It'll be in a Double Robusto, Toro, Torpedo, and Double Toro. Double Toro being my favorite, 6x60. Come in a 10-count box and are set to retail from $9.40 to $10.60. So that's taking a little off that price. Yeah, it is. That's not bad at all. Uh, Mexican San Andreas wrapper, Nicaraguan binder, Nicaraguan filler. That's just a, that's a great cigar. This is a great move for Oliva. Absolutely. Bravo. Yeah. Bravo to Oliva for coming up with yeah, this. Yeah, because I, I think
0: I only smoked about three or four of those. And, and I, I was close to falling in love with it and didn't want to get too hooked and know that I would not ever have one again. So I'm really
1: excited that they're going to start releasing that regularly. So let's talk. What's the oddest cigar accessory you've ever owned? I'm, I'm curious to figure out. What that would be?
0: Hmm. I probably the Avvo <laughs> uh, travel humidor with a speaker built in. Yeah, the Bluetooth AVO travel. Yeah. I got one
1: of those and I really like it.
0: Actually, no, worse than that, or weirder than that. I don't know if it's weirder or if it's just worse because the execution was so poor. They made an ashtray with a speaker built in as well. That I think you got one of as also. It was a giveaway at an event. Is a plastic triangle ashtray and it had holes in the top so that the sound could get through and a little cuboid Bluetooth speaker that just kind of stuck to the bottom of Velcro. The thing did not work. (laughs) Oh, it was the sound was better coming out of my phone than it was coming out of the and louder than it was coming out of that
1: speaker. There's a lot of good ideals that just don't work. So, okay. Are more odd cigar accessories exposed to the general public through events or through Father's Day? Uh, probably through Father's Day. It seems like because Father's Day always seems to be where somebody, oh, Dad smokes cigars. I'll get him one of these. This will be hilarious. Yeah, always the seem- exploding cigar. Yeah. So the one, the first one that comes to mind. I'm gonna start with one that I want your judgment on because I already have my judgment. The stainless steel personalized cigar holder flask combo. Oh, that's terrible. It's a flask that on the back, it holds four ounces of liquor. And you flip the back up and it'll hold two 40 ring gauge cigars in the back of it. That F- t- First of all, 40 ring gauge cigars? Yeah.
0: Who, who do you know that smokes Coronas? I mean, I mean that's just... It's, and the, the problem is, as a round cigar as most are, you, it's not like you could put two fifty ring gauges in it. I mean, it's, that doesn't make it, and it's, I mean, that's just enough liquor to make you mad. Four ounces?
1: <laughs> the alcoholic in us is all speaking forward at this point. <laughs> well, I mean, if the shoe Four fits, ounces. I'm going to walk around in it. But Four ounces of alcohol. <laughs> it just seems so,
0: it, it, anything that's engraved or initialed is automatically out for me. I do not understand the obsession. Of course, we live in the South where women monogram absolutely stink in everything.
1: And I just don't get it. are you
0: are you afraid that you're gonna forget your initials? Is that why you have to be constantly reminded them all day long?
1: Right? You have to be constantly aware. Well, you want people to know that's your wine glass.
0: Well, if you show up to that with, with that dumb thing, everyone's gonna know it's yours. Yeah.
1: they're go- they're gonna know that you really like to drink. And needed somewhere to hide your cigars. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and also that
0: way, if you ever get caught at TSA, you can say, "Oh no, no,
1: no! It's a humidor or it's a travel." Now on to something engraved that I like,
0: mm.
1: and all the cigar fashion- aficionado custom shadow box where you drop all your labels in and it slowly fills up and reveals the engraving and all that stuff. Now I could dig that.
0: Yeah, but I, I mean, yeah. And it's I was I was told by so there's a cigar shop in Memphis called uh, Tinderbox. It's actually out in Collierville's The location I'm thinking of. They of all the boxes that they use in that they just kind of empty on the shelves. They take the lids off and they plaster them all over the wall, and right. kind of make this huge collage thing. And I, Sean Williams, the brand ambassador for Kahiba. It wasn't at the time, um, said about that, we get it, it's a cigar shop. <laughs> and that's kind of how I feel about that. I'm we like, get it, you like cigars. We get it, you like cigars. You know, I, I used to I used to be a label saver. And I actually found my stash recently, and I went through it, and I looked, and I went, there are no cigars in here that are that special that I should have saved these labels.
1: Well, you know, the first year that I smoked cigars, I actually kept a journal and actually would tape the label in the journal and write what I thought about the cigar under that just because I was developing my palate. Right.
0: And, and I did that. I, I only kept up with it for a couple months, But Yeah and, and it's something I encourage a new smoker to do. But this, I mean,
1: I, eh, I, I like bucks,
0: it. it. It's a cool idea. How much is it? 30 bucks. Okay. Then, then I'm on board. I, like I said, I don't hate it, but at the same time, I don't want it on the wall over my dining room table. You know, you've got to have a good place for it.
1: Yeah, it really kind of fits the motif of a smoking room. Right. If you had a smoking room where you could drop the label in and things like that. Right. And all, but as is the case of all these things, I'm sure the label would always be white side out. Would be how mine would always land. Right. Exactly. And I'll have to no, take I the do, box No, I out. don't
0: hate it. Um, I do like that there are different motifs that, you know, you can mm. either just have your last name, you can have a little, like, decorative cigar band-looking design. There's different designs to make it more personalized. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay with
1: that one. By the way, quick break from the cigar accessories. Hair of the dog, very good. Yeah? Um, definitely not as full-bodied as they acclaim. Um, it's what... AJ Fernandez does well without being too strong, without being too much peppery, too much overpowering, but it's a lot of complexity, a lot of flavor. I I'm really digging the hair of the dog. Does AJ have a hand in that? Yeah, it's his brand. I didn't know that. Yeah, Diesel is an AJ Fernandez brand. I didn't realize that. And you know, if you'd listened to the first part of the show, you'd know that I said that when I was introducing it. I my was cigar. too
0: busy trying to light my cigar.
1: <laughs> just you just totally zone out when it comes I really time did. to lie. And I kind of got to where now I do the owl thing. So when I'm doing a box press, I take my head and I rotate it from one side all the way to the other. And kind (laughs) of really get a good even light all the way around my cigar and all. But this is a semi-box press, but this is a very good cigar. I will highly recommend the hair of the dog. All right. And all. So coming back. Here's a good one for Father's Day. This, is, this has got...
0: Uh, I do not like the glint in your eye on this one.
1: This is mm-hmm. a, I've made way too much money in my life, and I'm ready to get something for my dad for Father's Day that's going to be way more expensive than it should be. The Ultimate Cigar Gift Set with Ashtray Lighter Cutter 10 Sets of Smoking Sets. 10 and sets I'm going to show you this. Set? has two different cutters in it, has two different lighters, it has a cigar rest, it has an individual travel tube. And it's endorsed by the devil at $666. $666. Even Okay, it even has the cigar holder in it. I've known one, since I've started smoking, I've only known one human being that uses a cigar holder. The little thing that you
0: set it on the tube. So, anybody who smokes enough that they would have any use or desire to own that already has plenty of ashtrays cutters and lighters
1: right they don't need this set no this is son has done well and he's trying to make up for the time he you know wrecked his dad's yeah, car through yeah. a party at the house and, and burned the it cats down
0: it's in the cradle and the silver <laughs> spoon no i you know I, I like the way it looks i mean i really do as accessories i like the design elements i like the way they look that's actually pretty cool.
1: Yeah, that's a cool cutter. It's got a really cool... Now, this is from Jinfang, J-I-F-E-N-G. And, and it's, bingo was his name. Of. It's available at MyTravelHumidor.com, just so those that listen, I'm not getting any money from MyTravelHumidor, but it's there. The cigar scissors are excellent looking. Those are... Oh, a little bit of filigree in the handle, too. Yeah. I well, mean, $666. They better filigree. the far out of this sucker. <laughs>
0: well, that's what I, I The design... Elements on all of those pieces individually are very beautiful. I, I think it's a great set, but I just don't understand justifying that many accessories in a in a gift set for that price. Seems a little extravagant. It does,
1: and And I'm I'm a I'm a man of leisure. I'm fine with extravagance, but that does seem even a little more extravagant by my standards. Okay, this should have got the Nobel Prize for the best invention of last year.
0: Oh, so this is one you're positive on.
1: The, this is one that I'm wholly and fully endorsing. I just haven't ordered myself a set of them yet, but I'm going to. It's the cigar glass, the scotch glass that has, that's molded with a spot for your cigar to lay and that, actually set in the glass. Yeah,
0: I have seen those before. I think I, I mentioned um, my... Fiance's brother got something similar. We got him something similar for Christmas this past year, which is a little stainless steel thing that you hook on the rim of your highball glass, and it, it allows it to do the same thing. I'm in favor of that, sort of. I think it's neat. I think it's, uh, it would have been a perfect gift for me a couple of years ago. I, I, I fully support that. The problem is that glass is four inches wide, five yeah, inches wide, right something like there. that. Yeah, so anybody who has ever set your cigar down, say, in the cigar rest of an ashtray, and you get the burning leading edge a little too close to the—it sweats, it it condensation collects, it discolors. So you're only going to be able to use that for the first inch of your cigar before it starts to stain the glass that you're using it.
1: Well, now, let me tell you, I don't get any condensation on my whiskey glass because I don't put ice in my whiskey. No, but the—
0: the uh, temperature of the fire on the end of your cigar is what's going to create the condensation.
1: So you're saying there's a technical difficulty with this particular glass? Yes, I am. That's probably why the guys at Nobel passed them over last year. It's got
0: to be, yeah. The the Nobel committee hates condensation.
1: Uh, Well, I didn't know that. I'm glad (laughs) to know that now. Um, this is available at Rosegal, dot com, and they're about 1709 a cup. And I think that's what's that's kept me bad. from buying them is because I don't want to spend 1709 on a glass. Well,
0: but the <laughs> thing is, I mean, that's really not a bad price, I mean, for, for a specialty glass. I mean, you can spend $50 on
1: a single wine glass for certain types and and sizes and shit. If I spend $50 on a wine glass, that better be a bathtub of a stem on it. Right. (laughs) Because I'm going to tell you, I'm not going to pay that for a wine glass.
0: Well, (laughs) I almost said I want to see you try and climb in or out of that thing, but I really don't. (laughs) Maybe a dry run.
1: (laughs) Keep your shorts on. So keep my shorts on. Don't don't do it as if I'm carrying an entertainment center out of a third floor apartment. (laughs) I. I know this is self-deprecating, but we probably should share that story of our well, listeners. Well, I shared the
0: fact that I didn't show up with the podcast equipment tonight, so I think you can share this.
1: Well, last week, Trey asked for my help, and being a gentleman, I always accept and always glad to help a friend anytime I can, and it's the, the bad part about owning a truck. Somebody's going to help you move something. That's right. That's that's the number one problem with owning a truck. I actually figure out that's why the bed cover was invented.
0: I was oh, yeah, I can't put anything big. I've got that cover on it.
1: Yeah, I got that cover on oh, I'm taking that thing's off is a nightmare. You know, I actually yeah, exactly. think that's what happened. But Trey asked me over to his third-floor apartment to move the entertainment center, which I'm certain he keeps full of lead bricks. Now, what's that thing weigh, 200 pounds? At least. It, yeah, that, that is the heaviest. It is, it <laughs> is
0: quality. It's solid. wood, And I think that's part of it is we have gotten so used to furniture being made out of MDF that when you get a quality piece of furniture that's made out of solid wood, you forget how heavy those things are.
1: Well, I had to stop and check to be sure you didn't still have it loaded. I was certain you had still had that sucker loaded. No, that thing was empty. For the amount it weighed. But we are I've lost quite a bit of weight in the past couple of years. I've kind of plateaued, and I'm fixing to get back on the wagon and finish knocking out the amount of weight I want to lose. But I haven't bought new pants. So, I am now known as the East Nashville Flasher. Well, the good news is no one saw your underwear. Well, and I would like... Because it was camouflage. It was camouflage. (laughs) Nobody ever seen, seen me. But we were coming down the stairs, and I said, Trey, my pants are falling down. And, and we got a 200-pound entertainment center in our hands. And we're halfway down the stairs. We yeah, can't do anything. There, there's no stopping. So I would like to attribute to—I think this should be a contest in World's Strongest Man where we put your pants around your ankles, put 200 <laughs> then, pounds in your hand, and make you try to walk backward downstairs.
0: <laughs> Let's see you do the Goliath stones with your pants around your ankles.
1: Yeah, it's a miracle that I did not fall and break my neck and yours both. Well, especially
0: especially because you said your pants were falling down. And I thought, okay, you know, sliding down, sliding down. And then we get to the bottom of the stairs and set it down, and there's Shane in all his glory.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, aside
0: from... Just thank God for compression short style underwear. I'm just saying, the Lord, I would my retinas would be burned if you had chosen any other style.
1: <laughs> well, I'm just saying... So
0: thankful for full coverage.
1: Well... That's probably, you know, short of trying to get dressed in a dark closet with a pocket full of change quietly, that's the hardest pants-related thing I've ever had to do, because <laughs> I was carrying that entertainment center, and the pants were all the way around the ankles. I mean, there was absolutely nothing. If yeah. anybody had walked up, they'd have just thought that I was flashing the world for some reason. Your poise under, pr-
0: under pressure deserves to be commended.
1: Well, thank you. I'm glad <laughs> glad that we talked about that. Okay. <laughs> Let's talk about another useless cigar invention. Now, they didn't spend a lot of time on this. This was a short day at the office. This is the Cuban Cigar Stud Cufflink Set um, from Cufflinks Depot. Is it just say Cuba on it? It, it just says, says Cuban, Cuban Cigar.
0: cigar.
1: <laughs> it's... Um, and it the, looks like a roach. It's, yeah, it's like, the nub of a cigar with a band still on it that just says Cuban cigar. I've never seen oh, that brand. that's so funny. But this is the That's thing. someone who works in R&D
0: and was desperate for a Father's Day gift but doesn't know anything about cigars. And they're like, oh yeah, Cubans. Everyone talks about Cubans. That must be a Cuban cigar. Okay, here we go.
1: What would you pay for this fine set of Cufflinks? It's a cufflink stud set by J.J. Wetson from the Cufflinks Depot.
0: You mean, what would I expect to get when I returned it? Well, yeah. Would,
1: <laughs> when, when you get this for Father's Day, I'm, I've already emailed Emma the, um, oh, the specifications and how much you'd love to have a set of these.
0: Uh, I would
1: hope it's less than $50. Oh,
0: God.
1: (laughs) If your kid buys these, and now you're a father, you can tell me this, are you required by law to wear these if your kid happens to purchase this for you at Father's Day? At least once, yes. By law. Oh, wow.
0: That's harsh. Under penalty of having her first boyfriend be tattooed with a nose
1: ring. Oh, wow. See, this, I, I'm gonna I'm just gonna go ahead and throw a sh- few shekels at this and make up the difference for Emma to get these for you. <laughs> I definitely think this is something you need, and <laughs> next time you have a you know daddy daughter dance, this definitely oh, yeah. needs to be on your jacket. Oh, <laughs> those things but, are hideous. That was one of my favorites. That was really that was really hideous. Okay, let's talk about something that I wish I had. All right, the Peter James. Peter James Castano Aficionado Case. Now, this is the case that holds. Oh, yeah. I've seen this. These that, are
0: beautiful. Oh, yeah. Anything leather, I'm a sucker for a rustic leather
1: like that. Well, And it, does it come with the the cutter? No, it doesn't come with the cutter. Okay. Or I don't think. No, it doesn't come with the cutter. That'd be nice. But it's got a place for a nice Zycar cutter. It's got a pouch for the lighter. It's got a separate compartment for six cigars. It's got a place to keep an ink pen. Or Um, a poker. Yeah, or a poker. Um, Got a place for your cell phone. Got a place for passports. This this thing is beautiful.
0: So Um, if you lost that, would you be more upset about losing your passport
1: or your cigars? I'd be more upset. At $395 a pop, I'd be be more ticked about about the the case. case. (laughs) And I've wanted to pull the trigger on one of these for a long time. And that
0: same company makes laptop bags and backpacks and all kinds of stuff.
1: And their stuff is just gorgeous. Oh, and one of the, one of the guys that come frequent mm-hmm. this cigar shop, he came into a little money and actually bought one of these. We got distracted by him walking up one day while we were recording. If yeah. I recall, correctly. I was I was drooling over his case. Oh yeah. Luckily, it was leather so it didn't stain. <laughs> but big, heavy duty zippers, high quality craftsmanship, everything like that. But if you don't want to spend $399, you can go to the home of Chinese made junk, wish. wish.com, oh, and pick up I've one. I've probably seen this. Yep, I have for seen that. For 40 bucks. Yeah, it keeps trying to get
0: me to buy one of those. I love Wish. Have you ever used Wish? I've used it for a couple of things. I love it. It's so fun to see the ridiculous stuff that they are, are trying to push on us.
1: Yeah, it's it, it really. This is really going cheap. There's no way I would ever buy this because I'm just. Oh I, yeah. I couldn't imagine. That would break my heart. But the the Aficionado case from Peter James
0: is is it, it is truly remarkable.
1: When I win the lottery next Saturday night, I will buy us both one. Oh, is it finally high enough for you to play again? Yeah, yeah, it's finally up. You, you know, you can't make a pinto payment on $40 million. That's you right. You need to get up there in the hundred millions before yeah. you buy a ticket. Yeah, we're back almost to 400 now, right? Oh, yeah. So when I win that, I'll definitely, I'll probably buy one for everybody in the cigar shop. I'll see what, what kind of a discount he'll get me on a case of them. And because uh, it's just beautiful. To me, that is an odd accessory that, especially for somebody like me that always carries a kit. Right. You know, if you're not the guy that always carries a kit, may not be as useful. But I'm one of those guys that always has a backpack or a case or
0: something with me. Like, carrying a kit doesn't bother me at all. So, I, 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 in fact, I keep thinking I need to do something like you do, it. I just haven't pulled the trigger on it yet.
1: Sorry, I was puffing on my cigar. And all oh, you finished your thought earlier than I thought you would. Uh. So, now, Cuban crafters, maker of accessories, they're, they're usually pretty good stuff. Yeah It's not top of the line But it's by no means Bottom of the line
0: Right It's I mean it's It's very middle of the road D- Design and functionality And uh, Build quality
1: All All middle of the road Tabletop cigar cutter Red Mesa Fina Rojo Cherry Wood Gold Now I love the design Of this tabletop cutter Because you lay your cigar Down in a reclining position and all, you, you romance like your cigar. Like you're giving
0: it a shiatsu.
1: <laughs> yeah. You get your cigar laid down after you've massaged it. You lay it down in this cutter and you gently slide it to the end and then you whack the cutter on the top.
0: And then you're technically a cigar moil
1: at that point. Uh, exactly. And all, thirty nine ninety nine. That's not, bad. not a bad price. And Cuban, like I said, Cuban Crafters, not a bad company. I'm personally not a huge table cutter fan.
0: Uh, I, I much prefer the precision I get out of using both hands to To line everything up and get the cut just the way I want I'm not a huge table cutter fan but like you said Cuban Crafters is a is a brand that, that does pretty good
1: stuff so I wouldn't be too upset to so your judgment it. is not too bad yeah and I I, I kind of like it you can buy it at CubanCrafters.com and like I said $39.99 that's a good price for a tabletop cutter it is You'd be hard-pressed to find one for that price. If I didn't have a Labrador that would eat it, I would just leave a tabletop cutter out on my right. porch, but my Labrador would chew it up and eat it and everything in a day. Right. First time I turned my back, he'd have it out in the yard trying to bury it next to the shuriken. But I'm, I'm kind of okay with that. As, a, as an oddball accessory, I'm kind of okay with the tabletop cutter. It, it's kind of I mean. like the shadow box for me, if you've got a place to keep it. Because that's also,
0: I mean, you use your um, Quasar tabletop cutter quite a bit and that one is one that you can kind of move around take away the the design of that cutter is one that needs to be left out so if you've got a smoking room or a place where you can keep it i'd say go for it do they come in other finishes because i don't like the cherry and gold
1: oh yeah they come in five or six different finishes i like the cherry and gold i like that
0: that look looks like you should be serving a mushu buffet once you walk (laughs) through the door though
1: it, it, it kind of has that Oriental feel. It does. It has that ori- it. Um, so Mike's Cigars did a list of the top twenty-five gifts for um, Father's Day cigar guys. Not going to cover all twenty-five, obviously, but the one interesting one that I wanted to cover: punch mug cutter lighter and cigar gift set. Is that knuckles holding on to the end of yes. the coffee
0: cup? <laughs> yes, that is a that is a coffee cup with brass knuckles for a handle. That's kind Th- of odd. <laughs> that's a neat that, That's a very niche clientele.
1: Yeah, the, the, I'm, I'm having my coffee. Don't mess with me. Is that what you're trying yeah. to produce? Which my hands are so big, you know, brass knuckles would never work in my life. Right,
0: but I imagine if that if that's the coffee cup you take into the office, you're getting called to HR pretty quick.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they may, they may want to know if anything's going on. Yeah, it, it's
0: now a, a threatening work environment, hostile work environment.
1: The Boca Grande Ashtray Natural This is a wood cigar leaf (laughs) Oh, that one's
0: actually wood? It looks like it Oh, it's probably ceramic I've actually owned one of those Oh, okay It was given to me as a gift And it's awful Your cigar doesn't It it it, rocks?
1: Yeah, it looks like there's no place on that To actually put a cigar You you can put it in the stem of the leaf Or kind of on the
0: other side too But neither one really work all that well it's unstable. There's no protection from the wind, so any ash you put in there, if there's the slightest breeze, it's all just
1: flying around in your face. It's a terrible ashtray. <laughs> it's the first ashtray I ever owned. Now, this is one that definitely is a go for Father's Day. Okay. If you're going to get, if your father plays golf and smokes cigars, which is a large pop- portion of the population.
0: Is this a little divot tool? With oh, the... no. Well, because you've is... recommended that for three Christmases now, and... <laughs> This is the get a grip clip. Uh, You know, I've never actually owned one of those, but that is, in my opinion, the best design for a cigar clip. That's the one that basically has two alligator clips where the handle is attached by a rivet and it pivots. And so you clip one on whatever you're trying to hold it onto, and then you can position the other side kind of wherever is convenient, and it's got a much softer pressure and will just so lightly hold your cigar.
1: And that's my only complaint about this, is if you ever get those two grips confused. Yeah. um, There's a seafood van driving through the parking lot, bringing wild Alaska to the south. You ever bought seafood off a truck? (laughs) No, I don't trust discounted meat. I I don't see me (laughs) buying seafood off a truck. He's got a Tennessee license plate on that sucker, so he didn't come from Alaska. No, not today anyway. Sorry, the ADD Cigar Cast.
0: But yeah, if you do get those two clips confused, and and that's you know the traditional cigar clip that you see most places is the one that has the the big clip and then the little almost looks like a hair clip. Do you remember the butterfly yeah, clips? No, that you
1: can mangle a cigar with that quicker than with a Tasmanian devil.
0: Yeah, because even the best constructed cigar, once you've been smoking it and handling it, just the wrong pressure in the wrong place will split that cigar and. Could ruin the rest of that cigar for you.
1: Yeah, so get the get a grip clip. The other one I think is called the Cigar Minder or Cigar yeah. Saver or something like that. Yeah, skip that. But the get a grip clip, I will, I will give it my seal of approval and my recommendation. But okay, folks, as we wrap up the um, cigar, um, the cigar accessories. Let's just let's talk real quick. Please don't buy a Cigar of the Month Club for me. Because that means I'm going to get one cigar a month I would smoke and five that I'm putting in the door, Right. And that's just the way this—I've never found a good cigar of the month club. If you found a good one, message me on Facebook. I'd like to know.
0: And if you have found a good one, you're probably paying the same you would pay to pick those same cigars out of the brick and mortar. I mean, because that's the thing. It's a, those Cigar of the Month clubs are so cheap because it's a great way to unload cigars that people aren't buying. So it's cheap cigars. Typically, it's bad cigars. So, uh, yeah, I've I've belonged to a Cigar of the Month club once for a few months. It was a gift. And you're exactly right. Out of five cigars, one was smokable.
1: Yeah. The, the Get a Grip Clip is about $19, $20 bucks at the top end. Yeah. Buy it in any golf store. I, I highly recommend that. I also recommend the Divot Tool with the Cigar Rest. I even like the little brass cigar rests they have that you just set down and you can set your cigar on. I like those. Now, they're not practical. No. But we're not buying for practicality. We're trying to get Dad something for Christmas exactly. or for Father's Day that we can see him wear to the daddy-daughter dance. You're so good. I'm going to
0: end up with a set of these cufflinks, and I'm going to be so angry.
1: <laughs> You're so getting a set of those. and uh, I can't wait. And uh, I just hope there's a matching tie clip. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll put oh. an extra 50 shekels on it Just to get an, a matching tie clip For you to wear to your next daddy-daughter dance And all But interesting how many You know, there's probably more Unusual and outlandish cigar accessories If you've come across A really good one, hit us up on Facebook How do they get a hold of us? Facebook.com
0: slash TheCigarCast We're also on Instagram and Twitter At TheCigarCast
1: And you can send it to us via email as well Info at TheCigarCast.com as we wind up the show, tell me about the Olivia series. Why do I always want to call it Olivia? Most
0: people do. It's extremely common. I don't know what it is, but yeah, the Olivia Cereo is a great second fiddle cigar. I mean, I smoked a Charter Oak right before we recorded, and that's a cigar that, that packs a lot of flavor for a very inexpensive price point. So it can do some things to your palate, it can taint your palate, change your palate. And. I'm getting everything out of the cigar. It's Nicaraguan puro, so it brings a lot of spice to the flavor. It's drawing my palate out a lot, a little bit, which is common. Um, but
1: I'm gonna, I'm gonna give that a, I'm gonna give it a six. That's that's a that's a bold rating. But now the, some of that rating is price point. Absolutely, and
0: and also more of the rating is coming from my history with this cigar of how many of them I've smoked than it is this one in particular. The Oliva Serie Maduro is is a six all day long in my book um you know and this one is based on this cigar alone i'd say it's probably a 5 but that's my fault not the cigars
1: well the diesel hair of the dog i'm going to give it a high 5 but i can't give it a 6 until i see how it ages on my palate yeah you know this is the first one of them i've ever smoked and it tastes wonderful i wonder how this will if i'll fall like i fell out of love with the punch diablo right I'm wondering if I'll fall out of love with this cigar after a little bit of use. So I'm going to give it a high five. All right. And I'll definitely worth picking one up and giving it a try. But thank you, everybody, for listening to us this week. Thank you for contacting us on Facebook and seeing my strange post about smoking with desert tortoises. And until next week, have a great cigar and thank well of us.